0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire podcast where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host Jeff Tharp.
1: What's going on everybody Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 193 today's Friday March 10th 2023. I'm excited about today's episode. I'm excited because it's Friday but I'm also excited about today's guest so it's like double whammy of, of awesomeness. So let's just want to shout out everybody that works on this show. If it, whether it's Mariah, whether it's Illumination, who does a lot of the back-end stuff with scheduling guests. And uh, it's just great. She's fantastic. We love Illumination. And a lot of you guys to interact with her in the comments. shes I couldn't do this without her. And We've got Michael. We've got my sister Jen, who does a lot of our graphics, like on our thumbnails. And uh, just great. Everybody's great. Um, and Steve Schultz for making this all possible. So God bless you, Steve Schultz. Also, um, we are approaching episode 200, and with all of our uh, centennial milestones, we want to we want to celebrate. Um, and so, uh, for episode 200, we're going to going to be doing something pretty fun. Um, we're going to be having Andrea Hobart hosting that episode, and she will be interviewing me. <laughs> Which, okay, I want to point out, elephant in the room. It was not my idea. So anybody who says it conceded much, can it? All right. It was not my idea. It was Illuminations. And I said, okay, you think that would be good? She's like, I think it'd be really fun. And I'm like, okay, cool. We'll do it. So I'm going to be interviewed on episode 200, which is going to be, um, I believe it's March 22nd. Am I, am I Yes. March 22nd. Yeah. Illumination even said you can blame me. So there we go. Anybody who else chimes in, you can say, calm down. It wasn't Jeff's idea. I just really was like, I just really don't want to come across like I'm being conceited, all right? It was not my idea, all right? Um, anyways, uh, so uh, starting on Monday, March 13th, we're going to be posting a little reminder on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube um, uh, on our Elijah Fire um, pages. And we're going to be saying, hey, if you have a question for Jeff, you can comment it here, um, and you know I'm a pretty pretty open book. So you can ask me weird questions like why don't you have kids? Uh, I'm pre- very open about it. Um, so uh, yeah, you uh, ask away. You can ask questions away. But Audrey will be creating her own questions. Illumination will be creating her own questions. But then we can grab a couple from some of you guys if you have questions as well. So and if you have a question about Lauren, I can answer it uh, most likely. So. Um, I have no problem talking about my wife. I think she's amazing. So, uh, like I said, that's going to be March 22nd is episode 200. So starting on Monday, March 13th on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, we will be posting a little thing. You can't miss it. Um, it'll say like episode 200, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, uh, and then you can post a question there. So very exciting. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. Uh, and I even joked, I was like, even if we get zero questions, you could ask me one question and I could probably talk for two hours about it. So, well, well, I have no problem filling time. Um, okay. So I think that's it. Um, I, I, absolutely love this guest. She's such an encourager. And, um, you know, I've found with a lot of people who are encouragers, they've walked through a lot of discouragement. And so there's an authority that comes with that. And I really feel like this guest really carries an authority to. Encourage people to remind people of the goodness of God because they've had to go through seasons where they've had to cling on to that goodness of God. Um, when all hope seemed lost, uh, God came through for them. Um, and so this this guest, she really carries a lot of authority in that, and I love. I just think she's great. like i, I would I would consider her friend now, like we just really gotten to know each other. Um, and so, and she's a friend of Illuminations as well. Uh, she's a content creator with over 1 million followers on TikTok. Yes, that's 1 million, over 1 million. It's just crazy what God has done with that. Uh, she's also the author of the book Hope in 60 Seconds. Let's give it up for my guest today, Christina Baker. Hey! Hey, Jeff! L- welcome back to Elijah Fire for the, I don't know. And that sixth time fifth time, yeah. ninth time I don't know yeah.
2: it's been almost a year
1: yeah it's it has been almost a year.
2: So yeah
1: we're closing in on it
2: it's uh it's crazy one of my favorite things to do I tell Kelsey that I'm like we this is this is one of the favorites
1: oh well that's crazy because you've been on some great shows programming you know all that stuff you know what what this makes a favorite some, why why is it? Weird? You know what it
2: is, Jeff? It's the freedom where the Holy Spirit can just move mm. and do whatever He wants. So I you know we come in here. I know you come in here with like, okay, we've got, okay, Lord, what do you want to say today? But if the Lord wants to flip the script and change the plan, there's a freedom to go wherever He wants to go.
0: Mm.
2: and And that's what I love about you and Elimination and just the whole team is just wherever He wants to go, we go. And it's always best when we trust to follow his leading than our notes or, you know, um, well, we've got this much time and we got to get it done in this much time. If God wants to go over, he goes over. If God wants to shut it down early, he shuts it. He can do whatever he wants. Mm, So, yeah. What I love about you guys.
1: That's that's our heart's desire is just to I, I think, you know, some of that, too, Christina, is like going through years of just. um programming you know like like just okay well we, at this you know we do this much worship we do this much speaking yes. maybe we're a little spicy and we bring in a little extra worship at the end but then we're yeah. done we wrap up in an hour hour and 20 and we're out of there um and i just i've seen the negative effects that that's had on my yes. friends and i've seen yeah. a lot of my friends fall away from the lord who wow were um, a part of that, you know, church programming, yes. um, church structure, and um, and I'm not condemning church. I love the church, you know, but I've just yes. seen a lot of uh, lack of God's power present um, yes. and allowing the Holy Spirit to flow. And so my heart's yes. desire is just to create a space where that happens. If if a guest is like Hey, I got the word Cheetos. And then they start going down that road of like, Hey, someone you're eating Cheetos right now, blah, blah, blah. Maybe there's someone eating Cheetos right now. God loves you. Um, but (laughs) you know, it's just, I, uh, I want the freedom to be able to do that and, and to just, uh, you know, obviously there's something that's expected of me. I, I work for people. I work for a ministry, but at the same time, having the freedom to just go, Hey man, like, Let's just do what I want, Lord, I want what you want, and yes. um, yeah. So I'm that that warms my heart to hear hear that whenever it, and we hear it a lot. I'll be honest, Christina, like from from guests that come on this show, like backstage, they're like, "Whoa, like this is different," you know. And they come in expecting yeah. something else. And my demeanor is very just. I'm just a, I'm just Free. a dude. I'm just a guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, and. I don't pretend to be someone I'm not. And I'm just, this is it. This is who yeah. I am. When people see this, this is how I'm backstage with people. And, yes. and, um, yes. and I just, I, I, I just want to present myself not feeling like I have to be someone else, you know? Yes. Um, so, and, and I think that that lends itself to, other people when they come on the show feeling the same way you know yes. feeling that as well so and it just it it really means a lot that to see the fruit of that um so yeah man and you great. have to
2: give there has to be freedom for that jeff and you give every guest that has come on on the show you give freedom first to the lord and then you give them freedom to move where the lord is is leading them mm-hmm. and i believe that that's what the lord is doing in the earth right now it's you're seeing a move of his spirit in places, yeah. not with special people, with amazing titles. I mean, all those things are wonderful. And God yep. God moves through that. He moves through, through anything. Mm-hmm. But he's moving in a place where hearts are, Father, I want whatever you want. And I give you the freedom to do whatever you want through me, whatever you want to do through this service, whatever you want to do through this Bible study, whatever you want to do through this show, and God's showing up. Mm-hmm. because because freedom where where you give the Holy Spirit freedom to do whatever he wants, there is going to be an outpouring where there's hungry people and I say this um whenever there's hunger, food will be served.
0: Mm-hmm. It,
2: no doubt about it. so if yeah. you bring hungry people, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, food will be served. and the scriptures say that those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled like. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. Yeah. And so I believe you and um, the team have really created a place where hungry people, hungry for the presence of God can come receive and be filled. Mm-hmm. And the Lord has freedom to do whatever he wants. So that's, that's yeah. what I
1: Well, yeah. And then also there's the, the whole added thing of like bringing in very different people from one another, Yes, you know, and I yes. think that rather than like one specific type of person who communicates in one specific way, like. The I would say st- I started noticing a lot of prophetic words, specifically in 2020 and in 2021, about um, the the people that have been hidden away, the uh, nameless, faceless ones wow. emerging. And and so, I mean, people who follow this show have followed sh- this show long enough. I'm very keen on bringing in new voices, people that I really feel like, yes, this person is. God is clearly doing something with them. And I mean, you, to some extent fall into that category, at least in this sphere of, you know, the Elijah list and, you know, Elijah list properties, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so I, that's just, my heart is like, uh, it's just really, and obviously we do bring on uh, like long established voices, you know, all that stuff too. I'm yeah. not, obviously not against it. Uh, but, uh, just ha- creating a space where we can bring in those people that are like, you know, like they've been praying for their, their breakthrough. And there are some people that like, we've been blessed to have been a part of them kind of emerging out onto the scene. And it's like, yeah. Whoa, like, that's like that God would, you know, anytime you're used by God in that way, it's just like, it's incredibly humbling, but it's just yes. like, man, like, yeah, it just, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about what God has done on this show. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of fruit and, you know, it's it's about the fruit that remains, and there is fruit that has remained through this ministry, mm. um, with everything that you all just as you guys have set your hearts before the Lord. It's you know, it's not about what God does in that moment because what it, it is that moment, but it's a year from now, six months from now, the fruit that remains, and there is fruit that remains from this ministry, Jeff.
1: Mm. It's incredible. Amen. Amen. Amen, Christina. Okay. So, um, you know, we've got notes, but I don't really, you know, whatever, you know how we are. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I'm not, I do notes just to, okay. We've got they're, something to go. They're
1: good. safe. I call them safety nets, you know, Yes. Um, just in case. <laughs> yeah. I taught some, I did a course on like how to teach people uh, like in December about how to teach people, how to, how to create a live stream show from, the, the seed of the idea to execution. So branding, all that stuff. Um, and it was through for YWAM. Um, so people are like, Oh, how can I get the course? You can't unless you're a YWAM alumni. I'm sorry. Uh, but, um, but, um, one of the things I said, to him, I'm like, you gotta, when I was like talking about, you know, forming questions and you can be loose, but have safety nets. So we yes. got the safety nets <laughs> right there, but what's on your heart, Christina? Um, God's yeah. doing a lot. He's doing a lot in all of us. He's doing a lot in the world. Um, He's doing a lot in this country, specifically in America, for those who can't tell by our accents. Um, But, um, you know, what's on your heart?
0: Yeah.
2: You know, I have, I've been pondering just everything that's going on, you know, just not just personally, but just in the world around us. And clearly the Lord is, He is giving us a stamina, a strength that we have never, we've never walked in before. And we've never, we've never had before. It's almost like the Lord has been giving us a new armor to face the things that we're facing and to face the things that we are going to face in the days ahead. What I mean by that is, you know, Isaiah 60, it it talks about, you know, gross darkness filling the earth, but the glory of the Lord, the glory Mm. of the Lord would shine through the body and we're seeing that all around us that we're, yeah. we're seeing one narrative and then what's parallel paralleling this narrative is that god's people are getting stronger god's people are rising let's say rising to the occasion whatever that occasion may be on a personal level uh-huh. but as a body we are getting stronger i've kind of been camped out i was sharing this with you earlier jeff but i've been camped out in the book of james mm-hmm. and john 11 for the last. Well, John 11, since the beginning of the year and for the last nine months in the book of James and the book of James is a book of trials. It's a book of how to persevere through trials and how to, uh, you know, the things that God does within us as we're going through the tough stuff
1: Mm -hmm. and how to conduct yourself a lot, a lot too. Like even in the midst of those trials, how to conduct yourself, it talks a lot about the tongue talks about like, Hey, I'll show you my faith by what I do talking about an active living, breathing faith. Rather than just like fire insurance, like they say,
2: or wavering between the two, you know, when we come before the Lord and we ask God for something that, that the Lord wants us to believe when we ask him that believe Mm. that we are to believe that we already have what we ask him for and not to waver in between doubt. And will you, could you, would you, but believe that he's already done it and that he will do it according yeah. to his will and his word.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, you know, it's really interesting because um, when God begins to test our faith, it's to produce patience. But before we get to the patience part and the character, there's a lot of stuff that starts to come to the surface, pride, anger, self-pity complaining. (laughs) I mean, all the stuff that really, I don't know. I don't like to, nobody really likes to talk about these things, Yeah. but this is what the trial does. The trial, you know, we talk, we refer to trials as a fire that comes to purify us. So if you put a pot on the stove and the fire begins to to boil, everything's going to come to the surface. And I really believe that as I was praying, uh, Jeff, there's a lot of people that are standing in this place right now that there's a lot coming to the surface Hmm. and have been in like long seasons of I'm still here. Why God? But there's something that God is doing in the midst of this, that he wants to bring out of you to prepare you for what he's going to entrust you with. We've talked about this a lot, Yeah, Jeff.
1: It's always worth talking about though, man. I'll tell you.
2: The thing is, is that, You know there's there's an overcomers anointing that the lord gives us through these seasons Mm. and other people even if you're not fully there there are things along the way that the lord is teaching you and that you are overcoming along the way and other people people need to see other people overcome yeah and a lot of the times it's not about well what are you doing in me but it's about okay who's spectating and watching what I'm going through, that's going to minister and is going to give that person some a treasure along the road. I, I love to call seasons of adversity. They're like treasure chests because inside every chest, there's things that God is giving us along the way. Mm. And I, as I was praying today, I felt, and I don't know who this word is for, but God is giving you a new pair of shoes. The ones that you've been walking in have been worn out and the ones that you've been running in have given out on you, but the Lord is giving you a new pair of shoes. And so maybe it's been that you've prayed for a second wind. Maybe you've been weary. Maybe there's been that, I don't know how much more I can go. And the Lord is giving you a new pair of shoes. He wants to come and restore that. He wants to restore your stamina. He wants to restore your endurance. He wants to restore you in the midst of not knowing when this trial or season is going to end. He wants to give this to you because he's the number one person rooting for you. He's the one standing on the sidelines telling you, you're going to be able to, you're going to finish this and you're going to finish strong. See, it's not about how we start. It's about how we finish. It doesn't really matter how things start. Or maybe you've had a rough start to this season. What's important is how you get to the end of this with the power and the help of the Holy Ghost. God's going to refresh you and going to renew you. Yeah. So. I just want to release that right now over anybody that's listening. So Father, mm-hmm. we just, we just mm-hmm. thank you today for the f- power of the restore, rest- restoration that comes from your presence and your presence alone, Father. Mm-hmm. Lord, I ask right now for every person that is weary and for every person that is questioning how much more, how much longer. Lord, I ask for a second wind that only comes from the power of the, your Holy Spirit to come and fill them afresh and fill them the, anew. Lord, I ask that as they run their race, Lord, Paul declared this powerfully, Lord, that they would run their race in victory with you. Lord, we just pray for a, an overcomers of just of an anointing of victory over, over every person listening right now, that you would refresh them, that you would renew them. Father, I ask you would break off any uh, weariness off their bodies, off mm-hmm. their minds, off their souls, off their spirit. And we ask you, Lord, for the victory today victory over um, discouragement, victory over sickness, victory over, Father, any financial lack, victory over any relational issues, whatever they may be, whatever they may look like. We ask you for the victory today. And we ask you these things right now in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned James, um, that you've been going through James, because um, I, I got kind of stuck there. I would say it was probably starting in the fall, because wow. during the summer was Romans, and then during the fall was James for me,
0: wow. um,
1: and even into a little bit of this year, too. But um, yeah, I, it's, it, I mean, it's interesting because I, I, I feel like when, like, it's always interesting to see that, like, if I get stuck on some specific book, all of a sudden I'm seeing people referencing it everywhere, <laughs> you know? Um, and so I'm wondering if other people are in James right now too, if you guys can let us know in the comments, if you've been kind of stuck in James too, I'm just curious. Um, Cause I just think that there's a lot there. I think a lot of people, like you're saying, are going through that going through it, you know? Yes.
2: Yeah. I love Galatians six, nine, Jeff is, and I've, I mean, this isn't something like for every, you know, I just, it's, it's an anchor. It's a, it's a word that is an anchor in my spirit, no matter what, what's happening personally or in the world around us. And that's, Mm -hmm. um, let us not become weary in well-doing for in due season. Okay. We don't know when that due season is going to be, by the way, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up, you know? When we hear like in due season, we get really excited because it's like, there is going to come a season where this thing is going to break. Yeah. There is going to come a season where what I'm going through right now, what I'm having to live through right now. And for some people, it feels, you know, you hear this, this, I feel like I'm, you know, they're in a, in a trial that they never know it's good when it's going to end. But in due season, if you don't give up, you will reap a harvest Mm -hmm. and it's hanging on to the promise that God, God is going to break that thing. God is going to bring the freedom or whatever it is that you're looking for, according to his word
0: mm-hmm.
2: in due season. Yeah, And it's about not giving up. It's about being strong. I don't know about you, Jeff, but I don't want to get, I don't want to get to the other end. Oh man. Broke down. You know, we joke around this. Sometimes you're getting through the seasons on a peg leg and a glass eye, okay? (laughs) Sometimes you're going through that process, but I don't want to end that way. Mm. I don't want to end that way. I want to end strong. I want to end with a victory. And it's going to cost us. It's not something that is easy. The scriptures tell us in, uh, let me pull this up here. It says, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and the broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many, and there are many who go by in it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. We'll go back. Difficult is the way that leads to life. One more time. Difficult is the way that leads to life. And there are few who find it. The easy path and the easy way is not going to be the way that leads us to life. It's going to mm-hmm. be the hard decisions. It's going to be dying of self. And we, you know, we just sanctification, purification, you know, putting our bodies on the altar and our lives on the altar, like God have your way. That is not easy. And I just feel to encourage some of those that are listening right now. Maybe you've been taught that because you're a child of God, everything is supposed to be perfect and you're just going to coast and dance into the, and there's going to be no issues. But the reality of it is, is that there are challenges and there is adversity that comes when walking with Jesus. I really love this because Mm. we think about Stephen. Stephen was being stoned and the Lord did not stop the stoning. He didn't stop the stoning. But the scriptures tell us that Jesus, after the ascension and after the resurrection, he sat at the right hand of the father.
0: Mm.
2: He sat down. But in the stoning of Stephen is the only time in scripture we see this the son of god jesus christ stands up and gives his son stephen a standing ovation because of the trial that he was facing hmm. jesus was endorsing stephen at that moment he didn't stop the stoning he didn't even raise him from the dead he he stood up and gives him a standing ovation as if proud of his son for what he, and and letting his son know i'm with you and that's i believe what brought stephen through that stoning was he locked eyes with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he was able to endure what he went through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, so for those who, uh, but we had, I, I on the show, um, her name was Kara Starnes and she has this great book called defend yourself. And it's a, it basically walks you through. I mean, she, she went through something pretty gnarly, like PTSD, oh. all that stuff. Um, but, um, and it's sort of like, she breaks it down and it's kind of like a sort of a workbook, but it, it it's her just applying what God did with her just in her prayer journals. Yeah. illumination chapter two. And it just, it it's um it's from the uh, Isaiah 54 17 was no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And wow. there's a, that, that verse, we take it and go, we translate it sometimes subconsciously and we go, there will be no, there will be no weapons formed against you. That's right. But it That's says right. no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And so, yeah, uh, from a worldly standpoint, if you're just looking at it with no Christianity involved, at Stephen stoning, for example, you can go, "Ha, wow, we got him. That's right. We killed his his earthly body. I'm like you just passed him into eternity. Yes. And wow. what that did for the body of Christ to strengthen them in the midst of a horrible situation. Glorifying God, um, it, it actually, God flipped that around and allowed it to be something that we could use and hold on to like until the bitter end, right. Yes. Um, yes. that we have something to hold on to. And, uh, but I, 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 mean, it's super powerful. I mean, the, the book is amazing. Um, and, uh, uh but I just think that that's a really important verse for us to hold on to. Cause like, Hey man, if no weapon formed against us shall prosper, like, dude, let's go. Like, let's, yes. let's go. You know what I mean? And, um, I think that's just like, that. that's kind of where I'm at. It's just like this, uh, fire, this kind of, <sighs> this deeper fire. I don't even know how to describe yeah. it. It's just like, uh, burning brighter and more intensely with inside me. And it's just continuing to, to grow. Um, it's just like, especially with some of the stuff I went through last year. Uh, but I want to go to James actually, because we were talking about James. Um, and I put little brackets around it. Um, and, um, it says, you know, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yes. Um, and I think another thing that's really important and it goes on to talk about wisdom is, is wisdom. And I, I will never mm-hmm. forget Christina. Um, and, and this is something that I believe God wants to do for everyone. Yes. Um, but I remember when I was in, I was 19. Okay. And I was a youth leader at youth group and I was getting ready to transition to a job. I was going to be working at a summer camp um, as a, like the leader of all of the, the, um, the people that were there working the the summer camp and um and i remember just being really nervous about it uh because it was my first like real leadership thing and um and my the the youth pastor of the the youth group that i was a youth leader at he gave this message and i will never forget it and he was talking about solomon and how solomon asked god for wisdom god was like give me anything because he's up there he's like just just grinding with the sacrifices burnt offerings to the lord like all night just going at it and and then god appears to him in a dream and he says ask me anything get whatever you want and he's like give me wisdom so that i can lead your people and god was like whoa my guy you know and then yes, he was like yes he yes was like wisdom but also riches because look at that guy's heart and Um, And I I immediately just felt this stirring and I'll never forget where I was. It was before anybody got to the summer camp. I was in this like little yurt thing that we were living in. I got on my knees before the Lord. and I said, God, give me wisdom. I don't want anything else. I don't want recognition. I don't want anything else. I just want wisdom. Give me wisdom so that I can lead these, these, the fellow workers properly. And we can, I can glorify you. And he honored it. And he wants to do that with everybody. Like, it's not just, oh, that's Jeff, special Jeff. No, not special me. But it's because I was willing, even in like, man, like when you're that age and you feel like you're unsure of yourself, you're trying to prove yourself. You can slip into glory hound, you know, (laughs) very easily. Um, And uh, insecurity can come in. And it's not to say that I didn't face temptations of like being intimidated by someone else that felt like had another gifting that I didn't have. But yes. wisdom, guys, wisdom, especially in these this hour that we're in, you guys, wisdom. Yes,
2: yes. And man, wow.
1: get a load of this, all right? This is a promise. In James chapter 1, verse 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Wow. Okay. Well, Jeff, what's godly wisdom? Man, I am so glad you asked, random person. <laughs> chapter three verses 17 and 18 but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure then peace loving considerate submissive full of mercy and good fruit impartial and sincere peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness guys there it is there
0: it
1: is it's so important in this hour to have wisdom, um, to know what battles to fight too. Like, that's another thing because it's like, there's a lot of wicked things out there. We all know, I don't need to tell you, you know, but what, what are your battles to fight? Um, and some people are called to a specific vein. Others are called to another vein. Um, and, um, to have mercy and grace on each other for our respective lanes that we're in, um, I think is really important and just to have wisdom because the goal is unity, right? Yes. The goal is to be unified, to be to be of one uh, uh, one body, um, and yeah. So, because I, I see, I do see some people engaging in fights and they trying to turn their guns on each other. Yeah, you know, and I'm just like, "Ooh, guys!" Like, I just, I don't know, Christina.
2: <laughs> That's powerful what you're sharing, Jeff. Because when you're talking about wisdom and what solomon did in that moment yeah i believe it so touched the heart of god because he wanted what god's heart wanted and the scriptures say tell us delight yourself in the lord and he will give us the desires of our Mm hearts so when we when we have that oneness with the lord his desires become our desires and his wants become our wants Mm -hmm. and the things that we that Jesus said, I only do what I see the father doing. I only say what I hear the father saying. So oneness, oneness with Jesus, oneness with the Lord will bring a desire inside of you where you will want the things that he wants. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that's what moved him so much that Solomon had so become one with the Lord that he just wanted what he wanted and the Lord gave it to him. (laughs) Some of us sometimes are in seasons where we want things that, you know, we're asking the Lord, we're asking the Lord for things. And maybe somebody needs to know that now is that the thing that you've been praying for and asking for, that is a desire that God put on, that was on his heart before it was even on your heart. And he's going to see it, see to it that it comes to pass, but it's living from the place of rest. Don't you find it? We find a little, I I find it interesting that when I read uh, the account in Genesis where God takes six days to create God is doing all these things. He's all these things are being created. And the very full, very first full day that Adam lived on this earth was rest. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: His first day on earth was rest. The Lord wants to give rest to his people because we can rest from victory. We rest from the finished work of the cross. We rest, rest in the fact that everything that God has already, that God is ever going to do and that you need done in your life and that you need from the Lord is already done. We war, we rest and we live from the place called done. It's done. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: It was finished at the cross. But Mm -hmm. there's this process that it's like this kind of tension where we're, okay, it's done over there, but how do I pull this into the, into the now? And, and how do I live in the now from what he's already done? And how do I war from the place of victory? And I believe that the Lord, I, I love what you shared about that, Jeff, because when we seek his, his heart on a daily basis, he's going to give that to you. There's, Amen. there's blueprints that God wants to give to each of us right now. There's, there's the, I don't know how, and God wants to give you the blueprint right now. Where yeah. you feel like you're, your back is up against the wall. God doesn't want you to live from that place of right. like your back is up against the wall and you don't know what to do. He wants you to ask him for wisdom. Mm-hmm. And the moment, I love that he says, ask him for wisdom and he won't hold back. There's no reproach. There's no mm-hmm. finding fault. Like God's going to give it to you, but you have but we need to believe it and yeah. receive it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We receive it
2: when we ask him for it. So father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those right now that are listening. I ask father for every person that is asking how, why, where, what, who, Lord, maybe those that feel that their backs are up against the wall because of the seasons that they're standing in right now. Father, we pray for heavenly blueprints to come down. And I ask you today, Lord, for the wisdom Lord, that as Solomon prayed for wisdom, and it so moved your heart that you gave Mm -hmm. him everything. God, I ask you today that you would not only give the blueprints, but that you would give wisdom to your people. Yes, Lord. To navigate, Lord, I thank you that you are the one that's steering that rudder in this hour. Yes. We thank you that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. It is ordered by you, God. And I ask you, Lord. You would fill every single person that is asking you just, God, where do I go from here? Lord, we ask for the spirit of wisdom to overtake. Just fill them up right now, God. We ask for a fresh baptism, Lord. We ask for those that just, Lord, they know what it's like to be on fire for you. They know what it is to, to be filled with that fresh oil, but they're tired. They're weary. They just need to know where to go from here. God, Mm -hmm. I thank you that you are knocking on the door right now. And I thank you, Lord, for every door of their hearts being opened up. And I thank you for a mighty rushing wind, the wind of your spirit moving in and through them, moving over their hearts, moving over their bodies, moving over their, God, every single part of their life. We ask you to fill them right now. Fill them again. Holy Spirit, fill them again right now. If that's you right now, just Put your hands in front of you right now and just as just a sign of God, here I am. Just fill me again. God, I pray you would touch them with your fire right now. Yes. I pray you would touch them with your spirit. God, we just speak peace over every heart in the name of Jesus. Mm. Shalom. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are the Lord, our peace. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the Lord, our healer. The Lord who has healed. You are Jehovah, Seat canoe. The Lord, our righteousness. God, for those that are seeking justice, I thank you that you are their righteousness, Father. Yes. Lord, I, I ask right now for those that maybe feel beat up on the battlefield. Oh, God, would you give them new armor today? We ask for new armor. We ask you, Lord, to just come for just the armor of heaven to come. Lord, new armor for a new season. Some of you are going into a new season. And the Lord is just putting new armor on you in this day. So, Father, we, we thank you for new shoes. God, new boots. Some of your people, Lord, we thank you that you're putting military boots on them, God, because they're, they're standing in the battlefield. But they are warring from a place of rest that it is already done. So we just thank you for that today, Lord, in Jesus' name.
1: Mm. Amen. Well, I saw a note um, about uh, in here about um, plug into fresh oil, and I think that's a really good mm. like jumping-off point. Um, so talk about that. What do you yeah. mean by fresh oil for those who are like oil? What? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I think about the the parable of. Uh, the 10 virgins, and um, Jesus giving this contrast of the five who were ready and the five that weren't. And I believe that the oil is directly connected to the, the intimacy and the presence of God, Jeff. We cannot burn the oils, the midnight oil. We cannot burn it. Without it, a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit wow. every single day of our lives. Yeah. He yeah. said when Jesus prayed the prayers, the disciples asked him, Teach us, Lord, teach us to pray. And and the Lord says, Give us this day our daily bread. Not our monthly bread, not our weekly bread, not our you know, every two days bread. It's our daily
0: bread. Mm-hmm. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today.
2: Spending time in the presence of God is going to give you know, some people are just like, I don't know what I need. Let me answer that question for you. What you need is his presence. Because when you need strength, his presence. When you need healing, it's his presence. When you need financial breakthrough, it's his presence. When you need to know, God, why did you make me and put me on this earth? It's his presence. When you need breakthrough in your marriage or relationships or friendships or whatever the case may be, it's his presence. And one well, that seems like a blanket statement. It doesn't really matter because yeah. his presence is the answer Absolutely. to all things in our lives. And so when we th- you know, we, we don't have to get religious about it. It's the first thing that you do. Some people like to spend. Some people are, you know, they like to spend their evenings studying and praying and being with the Lord, but we have to carve out that time every single day where we are locking eyes with the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that is when we talk about the daily oil and the presence of God, I believe that's the only, it's only ever been the only way forward, Jeff.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: for those that are going through, you know, even more so a season where they're like, God, how do I get through this? It's as simple as sitting with him. It's sitting with him and allowing for the Lord to fill us in those moments. Because even when you sit silently before the Lord, the Lord gave me this picture once because there's been so many times in my life, Jeff, where I, I haven't had the words to pray or say, I didn't know what scripture to read. I didn't know, I didn't have a theological, uh, base. I didn't have, I didn't have anything. And it was just sitting before him. And the Lord gives me this picture of a bucket of oil just being poured into my very being. Mm. And in that moment, I'm experiencing this filling. And I'm like, it really just is sitting before the Lord. It's not about doing or being or saying. Sometimes that happens and some. It, it looks different. But maybe you're maybe for those of you that are listening, you're in that place where you just you don't have another word or prayer or a prayer. You just you just need him, and it's sitting before him
0: mm-hmm.
2: and allowing for him to fill you in those places. His presence is supernatural. So we yeah. can't comprehend how he does this, but this is what happens. There, there is an exchange between our spirit and the spirit of God, where he comes to give us everything that we need in the places where we feel void.
0: Mm. Man. And some,
2: we need to be set free from those things in this season. Jeff this is just, I have to be, do
1: duties. More. Yeah. That sense of duty that we feel like we, we, we have. Yeah.
2: And people that have been walking with the Lord for many, many years. And I have, I've talked to a lot of friends that have encountered this, that you almost feel like, well, you should know better, right? There's like, you should know what to say, pray and do, or what mm-hmm. scriptures to declare. And but sometimes it's just, God, I don't even know. And there's been so many times in my life that that the only prayer that comes out of my lips is Jesus,
0: mm.
2: Jesus. And I will say his name over and over again until, and I've had many moments like that too, where I just say the name of Jesus and something inside me, something in the atmosphere begins to change because his name is powerful. And at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue, one day, every tongue will confess his, He, him, is Lord. Whether they want to or not, they're going to. It's how powerful His name is, and so um, it's it's in that place of of just the daily oil getting into His presence. Jeff coming face to face with Him and locking eyes with Him. You know, it's really powerful. Is that I had this moment with the Lord this past week where the Lord spoke this to me: is that with every with with Him and I with you and him, with every person in, in that, that, that has a relationship with him. Our hearts are stitched together because of our relationship with him. Our hearts are stitched together. The things that he's done for us are so personal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's so individual. I have not walked in your shoes. We have not walked in each other's shoes, but Jesus has walked in our shoes. Yeah. And he's the only one that intimately knows those things. And it's, it's like the one thing in the world that nobody else has possession over if that makes sense is your history Mm -hmm. and your relationship with him. It's so personal. It's so intimate. And one of the most, I believe the most powerful thing that we have as a believer. Mm -hmm. And when we come before the Lord, I I've shared this with you before. I love to remember what he's done. I love to remember the things that he's done because it stitches us together and nobody else, nobody else has, encountered or seen the things that you and him have seen together Mm -hmm. so some of y'all need to remember that go back to that place that that intimacy of how you encountered the lord in that moment when he did that impossible thing when he walked through you through that impossible relationship or that impossible situation and you encountered him in a way that is so personal to you in the lord and that is the very thing that i love to remember in prayers like you and i have this and nobody else has possession it's just, it belongs to you and i lord mm-hmm. what is that thing that god has done for you it always yeah. breaks off that discouragement
1: yeah yeah and i mean that really the reality too is you know because i've talked to people before that are, are just like oh god god doesn't love me yes he does yes he does and that history Amen. with him is your history, not mine, not Christina's, not anyone else's. And so that's why like when people are like, oh, you didn't experience that thing. Or I talk about experiences and I could care less if people believe it or not. I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't matter because yeah. like I know I experienced it. That's right. Know? And um, yeah, so, um, but one thing I wanna go back to, uh, you were talking about is is how essential every aspect of our lives is in needing to tap in needing to plug into his presence yeah. um and um man guys there have been some times where the last thing i wanted to do was get into his presence just because i was like no man i got like this and i got this thing and i got all these things and this is serious god you know um you kind of get into the states and uh or like uh really feeling a pull to the word but it was the last thing i wanted to do or i'm like i don't want to stop and like read and i don't want to like or um even pray i've talked about this before where it's like i feel this just heaviness the spirit of heaviness and it's almost like my my it takes more effort than i feel like exerting in that time uh to, to actually speak out loud and say, like, get out of here, you know, or to yes. sing God's praises or whatever. But the important word I used in all that is feel like, wow, See, that's the thing is it. not every time you're going to feel like insert fill in the blank uh, with God. But I will say this, that some of my most profound encounters with God have been when I pressed in, when I didn't feel like it. Wow. And, um, I think that that's a really important message, especially for now, especially for a lot of younger people. This is something that doesn't just affect younger people. This affects multiple, everyone, but it's just this, like not being led by our emotions and yeah, God gave us emotions. Yeah. He gave us, you know, like he wants us to feel good feelings. Like that's why they're there, but, but to not be governed by those and that's the important thing is man, like, man, the times when I've just been like, got myself into that place of just like, no, I will worship the Lord, no, I yes. will press in. Yes. Like, guys, like, that has those have been some of the most like legit encounters with the Lord.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, because
1: it's like, if you think about it, like, if you get into that place of, going, I don't feel like it. No, I don't want to. Oh, look at all these obstacles in my way to get to that place. Mm. Ultra very high that it's Satan throwing things in your way. And that should make all of us upset. I'm like, yes. why don't, why doesn't he want me to go right now? You know? yeah. <laughs> why doesn't he want me to go right this second? You yep. know? And so good. man, like press in you guys. Some of you are yes. in that place right this second. So good. Get on so your good. knees before him yes. right now. I don't yes. care if you have to pause this or if you have to like get on your knees before him, because the other thing I felt like pointing out is when Christina was talking about, if you're needing this or you're needing that, yes, I felt like saying this. Yes. Even healing. I don't know why. I just felt like, yes, even healing. Some of you were like, Oh, she's talking about all these other things, but like what I need is healing. But also guys like, it can be very easy to take your healing and turn it into and I guys, please hear me when I say this. I'm yeah. not saying yeah. this in like like a condemning way. I'm just saying we can make our healing part of our, our, our sickness part of our identity, and we can make wow. it like this is a part of who I am, and you might not even realize you're in that place. Wow. You might so not good. even realize you're in that place. So Lord, we just ask for Thank breaking you, off of, of strongholds that we've built up, we've allowed to yes, be built up in our lives. The things that we've said, you know what? This is who I am. No, it's not who you are. This sickness is not who you are. And I break that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are a child of God. That's who you are. And it is God's heart, heart's desire. It is his will that you be healed. Yes, Lord. That's it. And so, Lord, I just thank thank you that you are encountering people right now as they are laying themselves down before you. Thank you, Father. that, That you want intimacy with your children.
2: Yes, Lord.
1: And I thank you guys that we have a promise in James Yeah, come near to him and he will come near to you.
2: Yes, Jesus. That's a
1: promise.
2: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Father, we, we ask today that any hindrance, father, any obstruction in the realm of the spirit that is keeping anyone that's listening, uh, right now, Lord, from getting into your presence and receiving everything that they are, um, Father, that they are looking for that is found in you. We ask right now, let the floodgates open. We bind right now every distraction in the name of Jesus. And we ask, Lord, let the floodgates come on open. Mm -hmm. We ask for the flood of your presence to come through like never before. We Mm -hmm. ask you, Lord, that you would capture their hearts, set them free. God, we ask that as they lock eyes with you, I thank you that you are their mirror. Your word is your mirror over their lives, yes. Lord, that they see themselves in you. And Lord, every lie, everything that, uh, every stronghold that the enemy has set up in their minds, Lord, we ask that you would break it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. We thank you for freedom. Let the banner of freedom be just what, let it wave over your people today, God, that their hearts would be set free. Yes, that as Jeff prayed, Lord, that their bodies, would be healed and set free, their minds set free from oppression, God, from any depression and anxiety. Father, everything that keeps your people from stepping into the fullness of what you have for them. We thank you for the Lord, for the fire of your presence. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, mm. for the fire of your presence consuming and burning away everything that's not of you today, God. Father, all pride and anger and complaining and self-pity and everything else that comes out of to the surface through through the fiery trials. Lord, I thank you that you're removing it to bless them. You're surrounding them with your favor as a shield. Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing in your people. There are people listening right now, God, that you're getting ready to bless them in ways that their mind has, hasn't conceived. <laughs> and so, God, we say, let the... Let the doors be kicked right open today in the name of Jesus. And God, any pushback from the devil right now, I thank you that greater are you that is in them than he that is in the world. We thank you right now for the victory, Lord. We thank you for the power of the cross. Lord, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and confess that you are Lord. And that there is power in your name. So if it's you right now, just open up your mouth and just say, Jesus. Jesus over that marriage, Jesus over that relationship, Jesus over your body, Jesus over your uh, ministry or your business or whatever it is that you're encountering right now. Just speak the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you today, Father, that mercies triumphs over judgment. So every judgment that the enemy has attempted to speak and, and, uh, Father, come against your people with, we just say mercy. We say mercy today, Lord. We say the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for it today, Lord, in Jesus' mighty yeah. name. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I just think I I just felt like that was really necessary. I could just I could hear people saying that. And and I also Same. think there's a there's another part of that which is in an in a a great moment like that the enemy can come in and he can start to go that's why you haven't gotten your healing yes they can start they can start feeding lies of like that's why you haven't gotten healed is because you've made an idol out of this whole thing you see like you made this part of your identity when your heart is pure before the lord um and so just know like if, if you have been in that place of laying your heart before the lord stay in that place yes don't allow the enemy to come in and that's why it's so important to like grab a hold of his word guys like there are some there's some scriptures that i i have in my journal that i read multiple times and i write promises from the lord of who he says i am like daily and i pray those scriptures out um it's so important to do that if if some of you guys haven't been doing that um it's just to remind yourself of god's promises and to stand on those promises. Cause I, I, I quoted a lot now. It's just like the season I've been in, but Isaiah 55, 11 it says, so thank is my you, word Lord. that comes from my mouth. It will not return empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You know, yes. and it's just like, boom, you guys like, like that's, that's a good verse. Like God fulfills his promises yes, and his words you. are not empty. Unlike ours, which sometimes, even if we're well-intentioned, can come out empty. His do not. They never So,
2: I keep getting this picture, Jeff, as you're sharing that about his word. Um, Some of you have put your sword down. Mm -hmm. And there is no other. There's nothing else that we have in our hands to be able to cut the head of the enemy off when he comes to speak those, those lies. So there's two things. So there's 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. And it, Paul is 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 encouraging us, is telling us to cast down every imagination, every lofty things that exalts itself itself above the knowledge of God. What is the knowledge of God? It's the Word of God. So the enemy comes to speak a lie to you, and you have a choice at that moment, and that's to accept it or to reject it. And so. Some of you need to pick your sword back up again.
0: Mm.
2: Some of you need to pick your sword back up again. And when the enemy comes to speak that lie, you need to be there, needs to be the word of God on the tip of your tongue that is going to cut the head of the enemy off in that moment. Because what the enemy is always trying to gain with us is agreement, he wants agreement. So silence can also be agreement. Sometimes you don't say anything and you're just standing there and letting the devil hit you with a left hook. And next thing you know, your backup is up against the wall. You don't know what to do. The word of God needs to be on the tip of our tongue at every moment that when the, Mm -hmm. when the lie comes and he usually comes in the vulnerable seasons, he wants to get you in a vulnerable state so that he can get that lie planted into your spirit, but you need to open up your mouth just as, as Jeff so powerfully declared. You need to open up your mouth, and sometimes you don't really have it. You you may not know the scripture. I always tell people this, and you know, because this is in my own life. We've been raising our son this way. When you don't know what to say, the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Open up your mouth, say something. Don't receive it. Don't receive the lie.
0: Yeah. Don't
2: as as Jeff shared. Don't receive the lie of this is who I am. I'm a sick person. Cause guess what? The moment you start living from that place of being a sick person, you're going to be a sick person, a very sick person. You're going to be a depressed person. You're going to be a whatever it is that that's being fed into the plumb line of your heart. You've got to believe what God says about you, yeah. not what the devil's saying about you. So for those right now, father, we just, we ask that you would Lord, every word curse. Some of you have had word curses that have been spoken against you. Maybe you've spoken a word against yourself, not even knowing. Father, according to Isaiah 54 and 17, we thank you for the promise that no weapon formed against your people will prosper. And every tongue, every word curse right now, Lord, that is spoken against them in judgment, We condemn every word and we ask for the truth of your word, your righteousness to rise within your people, God, that, Lord, they would see themselves as as you see them, that they would believe who you say they are, Lord. And I ask you right now, God, that you would bring down, remove every arrow. The Lord is just I see the Lord removing arrows from people's backs Mm, right now. I see the father just taking the arrows, just pulling it out with his bare hands and pulling the arrows out of your back. Some of you just need to take the arrow right now. You have any knowingly or even unknowingly some word curses that have been spoken against you. People have said things, even with good intentions, about your destiny, about your healing, about who you are. And you need to pull those arrows out of your back. So I want to encourage you just as a prophetic act right now, pull those arrows out. As far as you can go on your back, just pull the arrows back and pull them out. And thank the Lord for removing and breaking every curse over your life in the name of Jesus. So I thank you that it is done. Lord, I speak the blood of Jesus over every person. And I thank you for reversing those words and the words of life bearing fruit that remains in their life. In Jesus'
0: name, mm. amen. Amen. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com give. Now back to the show.
1: So Christina, you said it's important for us to keep the word of God on the tip of our tongue. And this is going to be obvious to some, but not obvious to others. Christina, how do you keep the word of God on the tip of your tongue?
2: And this will be kind of like, oh, is it that simple? And I say, yes, it is. Read your Bible. What? <laughs> Read your Bible. You know, I, I've we find this a lot. And we, we actually with our son, you know, we're like, um, the Lord, oftentimes, he just gives me a lot. There's a lot of life lessons just raising Evan. And uh, I, I'll see a reflection. We'll see a reflection in our son sometimes. Things how he acts and does and what he reacts sometimes. And the Lord's like, yeah, that's you. And so (laughs) in order to have the word in our hearts, we need to be spending time in the word on a daily basis. We've Mm got to be reading the word. If you, if you don't have to put it on, there's so many ways to get the word of God in us, Jeff. Now, I mean, it's just, the Lord has made it so easy for us. You got the Bible app that talks to you and reads the Bible to you. You know, I like, I personally love to, I love holding the word. Yeah.
1: I'm the same way. I have to like physical,
2: I gotta hold it. Yeah. I think I've told you I hug my Bible sometimes. And like I fell asleep like, the other oh,
1: night holy. hugging my Bible. Hugging your Bible. Yeah, I
2: did. <laughs> Lord, I love you. Help me. Yeah. So read your Bibles. Um, you know, if you want to get to know someone, you have to spend time with them. And God has given us His His beautiful word to get to know Him. Everything we need is found in His Word. So uh I know it's simple, but we've got to spend time in the word. And I I talk about force feeding, you know, when Evan was little, sometimes I'd have to kind of, you're going to eat this and I'd stick it in his mouth. And sometimes you have to force feed because your, your flesh at first is like, I don't want to, I want to do things my way. Mm
0: -hmm. But
2: the thing is, is that even if you just set aside five minutes to force feed the word, some, some, I know that may sound like, gosh, I, read my Bible three hours a day or whatever it may be. That's great. But some people do struggle with even opening their Bibles mm-hmm. because the enemy yeah. is fighting them tooth and nail with a million different distractions. It's the same reason when you go to pray or you open your Bible, all of a sudden the doorbell rings or the kids are screaming or the dogs are barking. We've got to get into that place where like nothing is going to take me away and start off with something. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 but We must be in the word of God. So good. Read your word and you'll have the word of God in you every so time good. the devil comes to attack you.
1: And also a point of encouragement too, is like, man, I, I say this a lot, but I, like, it's something that's really made the difference in my life. It's made the difference in my wife's life is grabbing scriptures that really apply to your current situation yes. or they're a promise you need to stand on and memorize them, oh, good. even yeah. if it's one. And honestly, what's just dumb is Satan will come in and he will be like, oh, one verse, huh? You sure that's gonna do it? <laughs> and I, I realized like, guys, like Hebrews four twelve says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even to the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Thank so, you, Lord, like that's
2: thank you. Lord. Memorizing
1: one verse that's memorizing <laughs> one thousand verses. It doesn't matter. Um, like for me, it was like. Uh, and I've talked about this before, but went through a difficult season and I was listening to, uh, I had a 40 minute commute to work um, back when the Elijah List had an office, it was 40 minutes away from where I live, just so 40 minutes there, 40 minutes back. And so I had this, um, this uh, Bible on t- like this, it was like a teaching, but then they went through and read these verses and there's all that standing on God's promises and the word. And so I was doing that. I just felt like suddenly I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And so I did that for a couple of months, just speaking it out loud on my way to work. And then all of a sudden this bad thing happened. And all of a sudden I had all of these Bible verses. I didn't even realize that I had memorized. Wow. All of a sudden I was just like, boom, boom, Whoa. boom, boom. That applied like to a my mission, situation. A yeah. Gun. <laughs> yeah, it was like preloaded ammunition. Yes, so yes. It, um, but it doesn't matter guys. They start with one verse. That's right. And and maybe it's one verse for the next three years. God's word is powerful, guys. I'm telling you.
2: And I want to say this, Jeff, is that, you know, we don't need to impress God, okay? So he already knows what's in us. So the whole, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to read my three, four hours. I'm so
1: holy. You're welcome. God for the spectacle. Yeah, Uh, it
2: doesn't work that way with the Lord. If you had two passages of scripture that you just really got into your heart and just something that you've just been studying out and, and it's just some, you're living from a scripture in this season of life. The Lord loves that. And I've just run into this a lot where it's like, I'm reading five, six hours a day but you're not really getting anything of it. The mm. Lord would would so much more prefer if you just get a couple, it's a couple passages of scripture that is getting into your heart. It's changing your life. It's changing your walk. You're getting closer to the Lord. That's what the Lord is after. He's after our hearts. So we yeah. don't need to impress God. Let's just, you know, get that out yeah. there. Yeah. If you're, well, you're doing six hours and that's, you know, you're getting a lot from it. That's great yeah.
1: too. Awesome. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there've been times too, though, where God has been like, I, maybe I got wrapped up in a sense of duty or whatever, like getting into like, uh, and you know, you're reading the words on the page, but you're not reading them. And, um, I I guess I'm just very non-religious with my time with the Lord now. Yeah. I always default to the word, but then there are times where God's like, stop reading, like put, put down your Bible. And he's like, and he's actually wants to like impart something into me and being able to like, not be like, no God, no, you know? Um, and then sometimes I'll read through, I'm going through something and God literally will be like, you know, I crack it open. I work out and I sit down I I read my Bible and I'm like, and he's like, I'll be reading. And he's like, stop. And he's like, read that verse again. And I'll read it again. Wow. And then he's like, stop, read that verse again. And then like, 30 minutes go by and I just read one verse, (laughs) you know, but it's just not looking at it as like this. No, I have to read a chapter a day and I have to really break it down or I have to read five chapters a day or I have to, you know, whatever. It's just like allowing, the point is we're trying to like connect with, I mean, we're getting into God's presence yes, and allowing him to do what he wants. And it's like
0: those times when I
1: sat there and read one verse over and over again, man, I mean, the, the word of God is living, you know, and it's just like, Those have been some powerful, powerful times with the Lord. So,
2: And the Lord meeting us. You know, we don't, I think focus time is really important. And what I mean by focus time is just you and him. It's just like, we're driving in the car. You know, we can have those moments there, but there's like a focus time of like, God, I'm, I I believe that's important, Jeff. But then there's times where the Lord's like, I know we've talked about this before. We're like, the Lord's like, hey, go watch Star Wars. and We do. And the Lord is ministering to me the lord has ministered to my family a lot through star wars so many things yeah. and i'm like i'm having mm-hmm. an encounter with the lord and, and true just like god you're showing me something so beautiful here through this movie and mm-hmm. so keeping our just we're always walking in an under an open heaven where everything we do everything we say everywhere we go every person we've always got lord i want to bring you up to this person or i want to talk about you i I want to, we're always bringing him into everything that we do. But I think, you know, there's just, we never know. It's not getting religious about it, but, but it is important to have those focus times, you know?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Amen. So good. Yeah. I've had times with like my, my like video, even playing video games where God is like, Felt like I was play, supposed to play a specific video game and I did. And then I, I went through something in the game and then God showed like the act of doing it. God was like, all of a sudden it was like, okay, now pause the game. And then I paused the game and it was just like, boom, get hit with wow. God, like his friends and realizing like. I think okay. it stopped. Okay. Well, uh I'm going to leave and then just come back, okay? So you Christina, okay. why don't you go, do me a favor? Let's just go ahead and just pray for people, okay?
0: Yeah. Um
1: Absolutely. and then um I'll pop we'll back see in. When you get and, back. Yeah. Okay, so go for it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I just want to I want to pray for I know there's probably there's a lot of comments that um I haven't been able to see the comments yet, but let's just go ahead and lift up to the Lord every petition, everything that We've talked about today, there's, we've talked about just the breakthrough of the Lord and the things that we're walking through in this season. But the reality of it is, is that if you're not in a season right now, or maybe "Ah, I'm not really experiencing trials, they will come because that's what walking with Jesus. It's just what this life is, but we get to walk with it through him. So if you're not going through that season that's fine but for those that are walking through a season right now where it's it's a fiery trial we're going to lift up every person. I want everybody to join in agreement for that. So Father, we we thank you. We thank you that you are our breakthrough. Your presence Jesus is our breakthrough. So no matter what we go through No matter uh, how difficult it gets, Lord, we know that the the treasure in it is that we have you walking with us through it. So, Father God, we just come with one voice as a body. We lift up every single person. God, those that maybe feel like they're on their last leg, they're they're, they're, they're at the end of their rope. Mm -hmm. And we're asking you for the second wind of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we look at the world. And we know, God, things things are tough. But the truth that we get to walk with you through it is that we get to have the joy in trials. We get to have peace in the chaos. And we have the knowing that no matter what we face or what we walk through, you are with us. You are for us. And I thank you that you are fighting for your people today. Yes. And I thank you, Lord, that when you go to battle for your kids, it is like a man who is going into war. So right now, Lord, we lift up your name and I lift up every petition, every unspoken prayer, every tear that has been shed in this last season. And God, we thank you that you are the God of breakthrough. And I thank you right now that you are breaking open the doors that need to be open and you are closing the doors that need to be closed. Father, I pray right now that for those that are crying out to you for justice, Father, we thank you that you are their justice. You are their breakthrough. You are their righteousness. God, we ask and we just, we set our faith in agreement with them right now. And we ask you to open up the door. Lord, I'm just seeing uh, weights on people's shoulders right now in the spirit. We thank you that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. I ask you to come and lift every weight, Lord. Mm -hmm. I ask you, Father, for Uh, thank you that you are the lifter of their heads. But Lord, right now, for those that can't even lift their head, Holy Spirit, would you come and lift their head? Would you come and lift the burden? Would you come and give them the comfort that they need, Lord? And we pray, Lord, that in this season, they would see the victory. Father, we speak right now over the people that that need a healing touch in their bodies. And we ask right now, Lord, that you would, Lord, we rebuke infirmity in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for the healing power of the Holy Spirit filling them. Filling every, I just want you to picture that right now. The Lord is just filling every part of your body. He's healing those areas that need a touch from him. From the top of their their heads to the tips of their toes. God, I pray that you would just engulf them in your glory. Lord, we pray for eyes to see and ears to hear today. And for those that, Father, even just what I'm seeing right now is just people that haven't been able to hear your voice. I just see the Lord just taking like a, it's kind of a a weird picture, but I just see the Lord just, just popping that right. There's just an opening up of your ear, ear canals in the realm of the spirit where you're going to hear the Lord. You're going to see the Lord. And even when you read his word, you're going to begin to hear his voice again. Father, we thank you that your sheep hear your voice and that of a stranger they will not follow. We ask right now, Lord, that you would silence every voice but your voice and that they would hear you. And Lord, we just we thank you right now for what you're doing in all of your people. We thank you for moving in and through them. We just declare that today, Lord. We know the weapons may be formed, but you said they would not prosper. So we declare that over their lives today in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, Christina, it's great. It was a great episode.
2: Amen. So refreshing.
1: So refreshing. So, um, oh, how could people follow you, plug your book, all that good stuff?
2: Yeah. Just Christina Baker on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. If you have any specific prayer requests, you can go to my website, ChristinaBaker.com, and um, there's a link there that says uh, request prayer. Um, so you can do that. And my husband and I, we uh on a weekly basis, we pray over um all the prayer requests that come in. So
1: Mm. Ryan's awesome.
2: Yes, he is. (laughs) He's
1: legit. He is. He's he's
2: uh my friend Teresa says is steady, uh, steady, solid, and sturdy, steady, solid.
1: Mm. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Well, Christina, thank you so much so good
2: thanks for having me jeff always absolutely. great to be here
1: yeah absolutely well everybody that's our show have a blessed weekend uh we love you guys and tune in on monday we've got vinnie harris back worship leader songwriter, shepherd into the presence of god vinnie harris so it's gonna be a great episode on monday also slash donate is how you donate all proceeds go towards keeping this thing afloat at five days a week. A lot of moving parts in the background. Um, and then we take a portion of every donation and we funnel it into our water well efforts over in Uganda, Show Mercy International, New Well every three days, transforming communities. And that is because of you guys. So God bless you guys. And we will see you on Monday with Vinny Harris. Okay, bye.
0: This has been Elijah Fire.